What is this bullshit? This is fucking witchcraft. If you ask me to describe Alex, I think that's what I said in my vows. Like, that is, that is it. Oh that's God. weird. <laughs> that's so creepy. Fucking stalk. I'm reporting this side for stalk. Like, stalking. That's crazy. Yep. So I'm guessing you also agree with that wholeheartedly. That's scary. That, that is awesome. That's some scary bullshit right there. Maybe there is some science behind it. No. Still I'm going to send you this video afterwards so that you can watch it. Right, go for but it. But I think but... that even if nothing else comes out of this, that that was spot on. That is yeah. like Alex in a paragraph. That is ridiculous. I hate that. Alrighty, welcome back to Wine With Eggs. You're with Alex and Caitlin, the Aussie newlywed couple who are spilling the tea on life, love, and beyond. Whilst downing a bottle of wine, of course. Whilst downing a bottle of wine. Oh, yeah. And a little bit of housekeeping before we jump right into tonight's episode. Can we physically jump? You can try, but safety, like we're, we're, we have alcohol present. I'll tell you if I physically jump or not, guys. It's okay. <laughs> oh, of course. We are drinking tonight champagne. And it's of the. I'm gonna, you 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 say it. I'm yeah, not I'm saying this. Say it. I'm gonna try. Okay, I'm yeah, gonna go try and say it. It's a. Joe Bert, Girardine, Brut. Hey. Ah, I'll take a picture of this, and you guys can guess. Hobert, Girardin. Hobert Girardin. Hobert. Oh, it's French. So it's French. It would it be Hobert? No, it's, right, it's J O B E R T. So Jobert Girardin. Girardin. Okay, neither of us speak speak French. We have no idea what we're talking sorry, about. Sorry, sorry guys, we're butchering it's, it. It's uh, a nice bottle of champagne. That's what it we is. have this evening. It is quite nice. It's a little little sweet for me. Have to have to say, Caitlin is loving the absolute mm. shit out of this. Mm-hmm. This this is you know this is a little too sweet and you know soft drinky is probably like it gives me hints of soft drink actual almost. champagne guys from champagne and it's soft drinky yep that's that that's how i'm describing comment. it yep okay Sticking i like with it. it we're gonna move on but yep. i'm gonna let you tell me about your week first because my week kind of influences what we're gonna talk about okay cool um my week was mental, all right? So um, I went out of state. I went all the way down to Canberra on a school trip. You know, you know the um, you know the yearly pilgrimage to our nation's capital to see all the fancy places of, you know, hey, there's our politicians. That's where the politicians used to be. This is where some politicians from other countries are. This is where we keep all the nice stuff. You know, I'm talking about like the National Art gallery and the portrait gallery and the museum and questacon you know all those fancy you know places that showcase you know our our heritage and our culture as a society um in australia here and yeah it was um it was intense it was four days non-stop um you know up at seven sorry up at 5 30 breakfast at six on the bus by 7 30 um, wouldn't get back till nine. Yeah. At night, it was and it was intense days. Many, you know, pre-pubescent 
boys. Yeah, fifty five boys. It was um, it was I fun. I couldn't imagine anything worse. I cu- I couldn't. <laughs> I don't know how you enjoy what you do. I, it would drive me insane. A lot of people think that. Yep, yeah, 11, 12-year-old boys in another state. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, well, you know, crazy people do crazy things. Yeah. So don't know what that says about me, but... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> You're crazy. Well, guys, it, it says something that, you know, I get back. I basically went straight. I went straight to sleep last night. Oh, like, yeah. honestly, I dropped. Yeah. Um, and then now I'm drinking wine after being at work again today. So if that doesn't say something, I don't know what does. A little higher. Cool. Good. So that was my week, really. Um, grass is looking good, guys, just to keep you updated. Oh, grass the, is looking great. On the turf great. situation. Yep. I'm all about that grass life and um, the t- turf, the turf life. The yep. turf life. Sorry. Um, yeah, yeah. People on the internet say grass for different things. If you listened to last week's episode, you know I'm not down with the internet lingo. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, that's safe to say. But yeah. How was your week, dear? Because your week was a little bit lonelier than mine, I um, yeah. have to say. I was all alone. It was a very odd experience. But, like, it was odd because I have spent the last year living in a house full of six people. Yep. And... To be by myself with no dogs was really tough. Oh, my God. How quiet is it here? It's eerie. It's so quiet. quiet. It's eerie quiet. It's crazy quiet, honestly. It's very quiet, which is why I made it kind of like a mission to not spend very much time here. Thing is, I didn't plan it that way. I know. I had, like, planned to really take it in, to pamper myself at home, watch TV really loudly that you don't watch with me. Just just to have some Caitlin time. Exactly. Just some Caitlin just time. Just some Caitlin time. But um, that didn't really happen. You did not do that at all. I was out Sunday night, Monday night, Tuesday night. Monday night was, you know, unplanned. Unplanned, yeah. yes. Um, last minute costume changes requiring trips. Back and forth from Logan to here. Yeah, it was, yep. a, bit, it was a bit tough. Um, and then last night I picked you up. So we're filming this on a Thursday, which... Not just any ordinary Thursday. What Thursday is it? It's seven eleven, isn't it? It is seven eleven. It's seven eleven. It's Today, our um, it's our six year anniversary. It's our six year anniversary. It's also Slurpee Day, guys. I hope you got your Slurpees today. Yep. So it is our six year anniversary, but apparently I've been told that now that we're married, I'm only allowed one anniversary. A you year, are only allowed which one anniversary. I think is actual bullshit. It's not bullshit. Because you pick one. Yeah, we've had this discussion before. But now it's like we've only been together for what two months. Yes. That don't like it. <laughs> we've been together for six years. Six years, yeah. But like, I'm not saying, hey, let's not let's only celebrate one. I'm saying, hey, you know, we we've got a house. We just got married. We went on a honeymoon. I ain't got no money for <laughs> two anniversaries. Yeah, but. This is nice. This is nice. I love this. This is a good way to spend our six-year anniversary. And I thought, what better way to mark our six-year anniversary... Here we go. ...than to try something really outside of our comfort zone. So, as you do, I was on the train and I was scrolling through the YouTubes. I'm never on the train. Okay. I'm sorry. As other people do and with they commute or even if you're not on the train you get into that what's trending recommended on youtube sure 
for some reason, in my recommendations this week, there was a video about the science behind astrology. Oh, God. How can you? That's that's not a sentence. I'm sorry. That's not a sentence. Actually, let me find the what science the video was behind called. astrology. Come on. I think it had a more compelling name than that. So let me find the actual name of the video. Oh, my goodness. The science. Oh. Can, can we all agree there's only four sciences like that? You know, four main sciences and astrology does not come under any of them. You know, biology, chemistry, earth and space, physics. They're the they're the four. <laughs> Holy shit. What are you doing? Just getting a video up. That was someone being murdered. <laughs> Apparently they were singing. Okay. That was <laughs> Okay, this is what it said. Right. Okay, I've i my memory has confused the title of this video. Alright. So this is what it got me into it. Sounds about right. It said astrology isn't science, but your horoscope is more real than you think. Oh, here we go. So obviously, me being a semi-skeptic, controversy. By, by semi-skeptic, I mean, I. There's no way that it makes sense that any that the day that you were born means anything, but I'm also intrinsically interested in how it all works and how it, because of how vague it is or how it's interpreted, you can apply it to pretty much everything, and it's comforting to have. Uh, a ways of communicating um, internally. Yeah. I, I think it serves a purpose, but we're not we're not discussing the purpose of zodiac or astrology today. No. And if I mess up all the terms, it's because I don't know them. And uh, poor planning stuff. But in that little video that I watched, yep, uh, there was this uh, founder of an app called CoStar. CoStar. And, and yeah, and it's an app where. Um, you get given your horoscopes, but you also it's also like a social media thing as well. So you can connect with other people so that you can relate with them based off astrology. Okay, so if I found other Aries people, would they also not message me back because I'm never messaging people back no, unless not like it's a important? Message thing. So let's say if I connected with you on this app, sure. I could read your uh, astrology reading for the day and have an understanding of where you're feeling without communicating with you. So it's a way to connect with people. Or you could just roll over and go, hey, how's it going? Yeah, but let's say it wasn't your husband. Okay, what if it was enough. your kid or yep. your co-worker or your boss? Like, in my, it, it, The whole aim of the app, at least from what I could tell from the owner speaking about it, was it's about connecting people and improving communication because okay. astrology has held a place in history for a really long time. Yes, it has. And I learned that when we were on our honeymoon and I couldn't believe that. I Apparently, couldn't believe it. I couldn't believe it. It's just been around. Like it's, it's even it got used a, to be science. It used to be science and it used to be included in a lot of the, like the church. Mm. Like it was a heavy part of the, the Catholic religion. Yeah, it was, it was like very heavily into, intertwined with faith. But... We're not delving into the history of it because neither of us are educated enough to try and talk about it. And um, whilst I am a semi-skeptic, Alex is a complete skeptic. He thinks it's all complete bullshit. Stars are giant balls of gas in the sky, in the space, sorry, not in the sky, in space, burning. They have nothing to do with our personality. And today we're going to figure that out so right. we're going to try and prove me wrong is that it we're going to try and prove me wrong no i don't think the aim is to prove you wrong i think it's just i'm interested 
And I thought, you know what? Let's have this discussion while recording a podcast and drinking a bottle of wine. Fair enough. I, so, can, I can only see this going well. Okay. We're going to start with... Uh, what are we starting with? Actually, we'll start with you because um, I've already read mine. I'm special. <laughs> and because I think this will be interesting. So essentially what we're doing is on CoStar, you can get your hyper-personalized uh, natal chart. Yep. Which, from my understanding, um, gives you a better reading on where you fit and what... Um, no, actually, let me get their FAQs up because they explain it. Because um, I have no idea what's going on, honestly. I just, I'm coming along for the ride, seeing what's coming. What they, they, they said is that when you go, how does it work? It yep. says, CoStar uses NASA data and propriety, proprietary technology to generate, ugh, generate hyper-personalized horoscopes by building a complete map of the sky at the moment you were born. Always knowing exactly where the stars are and updating in real time, CoStar gives you the tools needed to understand yourself, your friends, and the world around you. Oh, God. So that's what it does. It doesn't just guess. It's taking NASA stuff and technology. That Smart people doing smart so things. So apparently 26 and a half years ago, the stars were in a certain array and that's going to determine what my personality the, the is. The stars move because we move. Like, we no, I understand that, so but is is that what it's trying to say? It's saying that um, the way that... Okay, I'm not going to explain astrology to you, but I'm saying this is what we're doing. All right, <laughs> this cool. is what we're going to do. That's fine. So, I just wanted to understand the premise. So I just I'm going to understand the premise. Alex's chart. Sure. So you were born... What city were you born in? I was born in Sunnybank. Queensland Hills or Sunnybank? Sunnybank. Okay, on the 20th... Here we go. Here's a test. She, do you, you 27, you sure? Of the 3rd. You sure? 19... She's not sure, is she? She's not sure. 1993? <laughs> Holy snap, you don't know. <laughs> you actually don't know. Am I right? <laughs> got two years older than me right so we're married this is an embarrassment <laughs> i have never remembered alex's birthday <laughs> terrible <laughs> because i used to get it mixed up with how old you were turning because you celebrated the first birthday he celebrated with me was his 21st and he had his birthday party on the 21st of march so i've always thought that his birthday was like the, the 21st <laughs> and then it got to the 22nd the yeah. next year 23rd the next year can't wait till next year because you'll actually get it right. So it is the 27th. It is the 27th. <laughs> but you don't know that. You don't know that. I do. I do. And I, I like to play on it because I think it's a fun joke. Okay. And you were born at 7 o'clock in the morning. Was that yep. correct? Approximately. Like after having words with my Marsha this afternoon. Oh, yeah. Okay. After having words with my Marja, apparently it's between 7 and 7.30. So I just went 7 just for ease. That's fine because the only thing that I saw that was like impacted by was it. I was, there's one of the things, one of the elements in your chart that changes every two hours or something. So that's why I was Yeah, she said between 7 and 9, so it was fine. But then your email address in so that you get your own copy of your chart. Hooray. That's totally not going to end in my deleted items. 
So now we've filled in the information and we're going to hit get your chart. Okay, here we go. I'm so interested. Like I'm interested because I want to see how wrong it is, but I'm also a little hesitant because I'm worried it might get some things right. Your chart looks so different to mine. I mean, yeah, like we're different people. Okay. Okay. We're gonna we're gonna get started. Okay. Now understand that I'm reading out Alex's. Alex is gonna read out mine. Yep. And I have no idea what any of this means, so I'm just gonna read off the website. Okay. Let's see how we go. So the first one is your sun sign. Oh gosh, here we go. And what was your, the sun doing? Your sun sign is Aries, as you know. Absolutely. And then it's got the coordinates there, but I don't know how to read coordinates. So I'm just gonna. Do you want me to read it? No, don't worry. We don't need to know the coordinates. Fine. You you have them. But it's your 12th house. Don't ask me what houses mean, but I'm, they're a thing. I'm in my second house. No, no, no. Like, I know. I get it. It's yeah, right. You know. I, know. I know. Okay. Here we go. The sun determines your ego, identity, and role in life. Okay. It's the core of who you are and is the sign you're most likely to already know. Okay. Yep. Your sun is in Aries, meaning yep. you are fundamentally assertive, persistent, and courageous, naturally competitive, and fiercely independent. You push things forward with energy and enthusiasm and persevere through anything. You need to learn to understand other people as complex wholes. It's in your 12th house meaning you feel the need to distinguish yourself from others through privacy, secrets, and introspection. Interesting. I get the competitiveness. Yeah, the competitiveness is a- accurate. Yes. But, but what were the first couple? Assertive. Asser- fundamentally assertive, would persistent, I, and courageous. Persistent and courageous. I would definitely say that you're persistent. I th- yeah, I'll agree with that. Assertive. Ugh. You're not not assertive, but you're not the most assertive person. I'm not fundamentally assertive is probably what I'd say. Yeah, I mean, you struggle to decide where we go for dinner, so... So do you, though. But I'm not an Aries, That's true. That's all right. But I have to say the thing is you need to learn to understand people as complex holes. That's pretty accurate, That's pretty accurate. I'm scared about how much this is getting right about me. And um, you push things forward with energy and enthusiasm and persevere through anything. That's pretty accurate. Yeah, but as there's your such... wife, I agree with that. Yeah, I, I get that. I get that. But like, as well, like, there's such generic, like, broad statements, if you know what I mean. Okay, like, would you say that describes me then? I mean, you can, you're similar to me. You can, can be assertive. You can persevere through things. I don't, though. You do. Not in the... Some things. Important things. The things that you are leading with energy and enthusiasm. (laughs) Damn, that is me, hey. (laughs) Damn it. I'm such an optimistic person. I'm like, come on, yeah, we can do this. Whoa, yeah, yeah. So that's that's um, that's your sun sign, which you already knew. I did know that, and... It's like, there's a few things about Aries that I will admit I'm like, yeah. But at the same time, like, what's nature versus... I'm assuming when it comes down to nature versus nurture, this is on the nature side, astrology. Uh, yeah, it's like that. But um, the way that I see it is that you take from it what you, like, want. And... Well, then there's what's... Well, the, okay. whole, the whole world, all man-made stuff is up for interpretation, correct? Mm. Even science, to some extent, is up to interpretation, to some extent. 
We're I get that. Okay. I get we, that. We understand it. Okay. Next one is your ascendant, which is go- I'm going to explain what it is. Okay, good. Please. Your ascendant is also Aries and it is your first house or in your first house. I think that's how you say it. Okay. Your ascendant is the mask that you present to people. Okay. It can be seen in your personal style and how you come off to people when you first meet them. Right. Some say it becomes less relevant as you get older. It changes every two hours, so if it doesn't make sense, text your mum and confirm confirm your birth time. We did that. We did. We this. did do that. I I've also got that text down. my mum for mine, so we're both pretty good. Awesome. Your ascendant is in Aries, meaning you come across as independent, energetic, and direct. You seem to move quickly, sometimes with the appearance of more haste and impulsiveness than thought, patience, or follow through. Sometimes your forthrightness comes off as conceited or rude. Interesting. Gee. I have to, I, from oh, my perspective, I yep. would say, like, you, when people first meet you, I would say that you come across as energetic and direct. Would, like, I don't know about direct, though. You're like, not that's... mysterious. You don't hide a lot of yourself. You're very, like, this is me. Yeah, I am. I will admit that. I do, I do go, hey, this is who I am. Like it or leave it. Sort of thing. You don't really make excuses for yourself. No. Which is, and I think about it when it says conceited or rude, you joke around quite a bit, right? Yep. And there's been multiple occasions where you've met people for the first time and they haven't really liked you as much. Because they've thought they've of thought me as... They've thought that you were being rude. Yeah. Or obnoxious. Yes. Yeah. The bloody obnoxious style so, of drunk Alex. The only thing that I think, uh, the moving through things with haste and impulsiveness... I'm not that impulsive. I wouldn't say that you're that impulsive. Not, especially not with people I'm meeting for the first time. It depends on how much alcohol is being consumed. I mean, yes, like alcohol levels do make a serious impact. Okay, maybe when they say this, you know, gets less relevant as you get older, would you say that you were more impulsive when you were, say, a teenager? Oh, yeah, but who isn't? Oh, me. Who- Fine. But I feel like you're the exception to the rule. No, no, just not not the exception. There's lots How of is other, that not the exception? So How is the Virgos out there, honey? Yeah, I've never met them. <laughs> I've only met you and your sister. That's it. I will guarantee you've met another Virgo before. Probably. But I can't tell the difference because I'm not into astrology. <laughs> yeah. Okay, well, this is your, your, your starting. So mm-hmm. I have to say that for that's like a 50 50 i kind of agree with that fine but the sun thing is fine i don't i don't understand the point of the ascendance but sure there's a few more there's more jesus all right here we go next one is your moon sign which is taurus and that is also in your first house right the moon rules your emotions moods and feelings oh jesus this is likely the sign you most think of yourself as since it reflects your personality when you're alone or deeply comfortable right okay your moon is in taurus meaning your emotional self is very romantic and sentimental god damn it you are deeply loyal to the people you care about. Oh, no. And try hard to maintain security and stability within those relationships. God damn it. What is this shit? Word for word. You often feel powerless to fix messy situations. 
that your way of thinking through those things is sensible and practical. What? It's in your first house, meaning you find security and safety through your self and self-image. And because it's your first house, your moon in Tara, Taurus is hyper-present in your personality. <laughs> what <laughs> is this bullshit? This is fucking witchcraft. If you ask me to describe Alex, I think that's what I said in my vows. Like, that is that is it. Oh that's God. weird. <laughs> that's so creepy. Fucking stalk. I'm reporting this site for stalk. Like, stalking. That's crazy. Yep. So I'm guessing you also agree with that wholeheartedly. That's scary. That, that is awful. That's some scary bullshit right there. Maybe there is some science behind it. No. Still gonna, not convinced. I'm going to send you this video afterwards so that you can watch it. Right, go for but it. I think but... that even if nothing else comes out of this, that that was spot on. That is yeah. like Alex in a paragraph. That is ridiculous. I hate that. Because it challenges you? Yes. No, I like... It's not the fact that it challenges me that I'm annoyed about. It's just the fact that I don't understand how the position of the moon at the date of my birth has any impact on my personality and my emotional well-being and states. Okay. And my and my like personality at an emotional level. Like I just don't like I don't understand it. Yeah, I don't. That's the bit I don't get. I don't get how it can affect anything. But also, the moon affects the tides, and I don't get that either. So that no. I can explain that, but okay. I'm not going to now. Yes. I can. Yeah, I know. But I mean, there are certain things that you can't explain, or that oh, yeah. is very very difficult to. Yep. So this could just be one of those things. Yep. Going in this with an open mind, although you're well, very skeptic moving into this, so I hopefully that's opened your mind up a bit. Yeah, Holy. but it's like it's like that curly like horror film hand that pulls it open, like it's a scary ass hand that <laughs> pulling is, it open. That is trippy. And it is trippy as hey. Um. Yep. Cool. Yep. Let's okay. move on. Your next one is your Mercury, and you are a Pisces. What what is Mercury? Oh, they explain all. Oh, of thank them, goodness, because right? you're your, just saying words at me, and I'm like, what the hell? Your um, Mercury is in your eleventh house, which I don't know what I don't know what they will mean. I'm just saying it out loud yep. for anybody who's listening who actually gets this. Yep. Okay. Mercury determines how you communicate, talk, think, and process information. Oh Jesus! It also indicates how you learn. Right. It's the mind's planet. Right. Your Mercury is in Pisces, meaning that your intellect is emotionally driven, dreamy, and a bit in the clouds. Your imagination and intuition keeps you open to other people's ideas. You are a good listener, though you have you may have a tendency for white lies. You prefer face-to-face -face communication. It's in your 11th house, meaning you are curious about and inclined to analyze your friends, how you make an impact on people, and your political life thoughts it's see as you read it out i seesawed like i feel Same. like there's a lot of there's a lot of things that it's not right but there's also a few things like a few things that aren't right and a few things that are what spoke to you from that what spoke to me i would say is the um is the analyzing of friends like things that happen i do analyze a bit and go oh was that the right thing to say was that the wrong and i always do that like in the future like mm -hmm. i always think about the past and go oh shit did i what, what did i do there did i do the wrong thing but like i think the um you're a good listener bit 
the preferring face-to-face communication uh, and the your imagination and intuition intuition keeps you open to other people's ideas yeah i have to admit i have a good imagination you do a really good imagination. yeah i love my imagination it's amazing but at the same time it also sucks because i imagine things and then go oh what if that could happen oh there we go meaning your intellect is emotionally driven dreamy and a bit in the clouds guys this is some bullshit eh? This is, I'm um, like... I think we're um, maybe getting Alex into astrology. We're not getting me into astrology. Not yet. Just a little. I not think you're yet. a little bit interested in this. Not yet. Calm down. Okay. Now we're moving on to your Venus. Your Venus is also Aries. Please tell me anyone else out there is just hearing planet names. Yes. It's okay, good. Astrology, you know, space. I, yep. Yep, I do. Yep, I know space. Space yep, is so there. Your your Venus is also your Venus sign is also an Aries and it's in your 12th house. So I'm going to explain it. Venus determines how and what you love. It indicates how you express affection and the qualities you're attracted to. Ooh, that's going to be interesting. Ooh, here we go. Your if... Venus is an Aries, meaning your romantic side is enthusiastic, impulsive, and direct. You fall in love quickly. And out of love just as fast. You tend to be forthright and direct with your crushes, even if you haven't confessed. You make a lot of inside jokes, touch them a lot, and maintain eye contact. You alternate between seeming demanding and disinterested in the relationship. It's in your 12th house, meaning that for you, love is often expressed in privacy, secrets, and introspection. Thoughts? Far out. I don't... Yeah, a lot of that was right. I hate that. Yeah, a lot of it. A lot of it was right. I hate PDA. I much prefer to do it. Privacy. Privacy. I much prefer privacy. You are inside jokes. Absolutely. You are very forthright. Mm -hmm. You fall in love very quickly. Oh, yes. Um, You are enthusiastic and direct about your romantic relationships, and you do like to touch but only in privacy. Absolutely. So, um, and the maintaining eye contact, I don't think, I know it says determines how and what you love, but you may not eye contact, not with me, but with other people that you love. So your parents, your friends, like it's just how you express it. I have to agree with a lot of that. The only one that I don't really agree with is the, hopefully, um, falling out of love just as fast and seeming demanding. I don't, that's not you. I mean... Like early on, I think I was demanding and it took me a long time to get over that. Like the idea around... Well, I, think, I think I know what you... I think you know what you want and maybe that's what that means. Yeah, I kind of... Like when I, when I hear demanding, I, it goes, oh, you demand, meaning you you want this out of the person. You, mm. you ask for this. You, you, you strive for this, to, for this person that you care about to give you exactly what you want. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, it's going to be... Otherwise, there'll be issues. And... Yeah, I have to admit that that's pretty that's pretty true. Like um look, I think as a teenager I think that was more truthful about falling out of love really quickly because it was the idea around you know wanting someone 
as in someone, as in someone, not someone, like one person. It was just yeah. someone. But as I got older, I think it's gotten better. Like I've thought about it a bit more and I'm not in a rush to, you know, fall out of love anytime soon. Well, hopefully you don't fall out of love too quickly. That would make me very sad. It's all right. We'll, we'll know in a few years. Oh, no. I think like though you are, um, yeah. Yeah. I think like the whole, like the privacy thing, falling in love quickly and the enthusiastic romantic side, which if I'm going to interpret anything here really connects back to your moon sign where you're very romantic. Alex is very romantic for people listening. I just feel like it's very repetitive at this stage. Well, there is going to be overlap, obviously, because if they were all different, then it wouldn't make any sense, really. All right, fair enough. Let's keep going. How many more things? One, two, three, four, five, six. Six. Jesus Christ. What the hell? That's why we're making an episode on this. There's heaps to unpack here. Far out. This isn't just some, you're an Aries, here's a sentence about you and what you might might be like. I got the words out. Well done. Yep. Okay, next one is your... We might need some more wine. (laughs) I do have more in the car. Good. But I think this will be plenty. Yep. All right, let's keep going. Okay. Mars. Your Mars sign is Cancer and is in your third house. Cancer as in the star sign. Yeah, I get it. Not Not debilitating disease. Yep. Got that. Mars is the planet of aggression. It determines how you assert yourself, take action, and is the energy that surrounds you, particularly in your sex life. Oh, he heard you have Your ambitiousness and when you're angry. Your Mars is in Cancer, meaning you assert yourself in a way that is emotional and somewhat passive aggressive. You push things forward only when you feel safe and secure. It's in your third house, meaning you put a lot of energy into the things you know and are familiar with. Is that it? Yep. Can we move on? Let's just go to the next one. I don't know. Alex doesn't want to talk about his sex life. <laughs> Actually, let's move on. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I, I have no, to... it's pretty accurate. It's pretty accurate, yeah. That's yeah. why I don't want to talk about it. <laughs> Okay, next one is your Jupiter sign, and your Jupiter sign is a Libra, and it's in your sixth house. Which means it's super gassy. Jupiter's a gas giant. It was a space joke. Calm down. Okay. One of the two (laughs) social planets, Jupiter rules idealism, optimism, and expansion. It's also very philosophical. Your Jupiter is in Libra, meaning you grow and find understanding through harmony balance and seeing both sides to a situation it's in your holy shit it's in your six houses, meaning you find success through work routines and bodily health i don't agree with the first part at all meaning you grow and find understanding through harmony balance and seeing both sides to a situation you are a natural mediator really are you kidding me? No. Like literally every social event that we had in the first at least four years of our relationship, if anything went down, whether it was you and another person or two other people having a go, you were always there to be like, let me understand both things. I'm going to calm everybody down because I'm here to make sure that everyone's having a good time. But a lot of that time I was inebriated. 
Yeah, but even when you're not, you are a natural mediator. Oh, and this one got me right as well. This sucks. And I do think you find success through your work. Yeah, I, I agree with that half. Yeah. Oh, my God. Does that mean I have to like astrology now? No, but it means it's like a way of understanding yourself and others. That's what the whole aim is, really. Okay. Uh, okay, next one is your Saturn. Yeah, I'm assuming we're going through all the body planets. Yes. Okay, cool. And your Saturn is an Aquarius, which is in your 11th house. Okay. The other social planet. Saturn rules responsibility, restrictions, limits, boundaries, fears, and self-discipline. Your Saturn is in Aquarius, meaning you struggle with obstinacy. Obstinacy, yes. A superiority complex and being overly detached. It's in your 11th house, meaning you have difficulties with social status, including platonic and casual friends, along with your hopes, wishes, and dreams. That's 100% wrong. Yeah. That's that's so off. I mean, I think you do definitely have difficulties with social status, including platonic and casual friends. What does that mean? Um, the like, reason- I understand platonic. I understand all the words, but I don't understand the meaning behind them. The reason why I think that agrees to you is because a lot of your social limits and restrictions and responsibilities are actually dictated by peer pressure, I believe. Not anymore. Not Used any- to be. But a lot of your character is built from that. Yeah. So I can understand that, and I feel like it does... I think I think they got most of that wrong, though. The superiority complex and being overly detached? No way am I detached. I... No. no way. And I do not think I'm superior to anyone else. I think you do have one, but not in a major, like, I'm a dick about it thing. But in... what? Do so you think I'm, like... You think that I think that I'm superior than I other might, people? I might be projecting here, but I think that you do have one because... You've had a lot of really good things happen to you and not a lot of bad things, so you're in a position of privilege. Yeah, but I didn't go, holy shit, that's amazing. I went, holy crap, what the hell, I don't deserve these things, and then instead had imposter syndrome. Yeah, okay. But, uh, I mean, I don't completely disagree with it, but out of all the ones, that's probably the one that I feel doesn't align with you as well. Mm-mm. But it's about your self-discipline and boundaries, and you if it's saying anything about you being impacted by peer pressure, that's it. The obstinacy thing I thought was interesting, saying that I struggle with obstinacy. I don't know what that means. I've had too much wine. I remember. Ah, uh, oh, like I, know, I, under, I think I understand. Like I've heard it so many times, because obstinance is. No, that's abstinence. Okay, right. I have no idea what it means. Oh my god, obstinacy is the quality or condition of being stubborn. I struggle with obstinacy. You struggle I struggle with, with being, being stubborn. stubborn. <laughs> So you struggle with being stubborn and you are impacted by peer pressure and social status. There's truth to that. Fuck, all right. Let's go to the next one. All right. Guys, come on. This one is Uranus. Okay. I'm a child. Come on. Can I have some wine, please? You can absolutely have some wine. You need to. You've been talking too much. I've been drinking. Wait. Oi, just keep the cup. Keep control your cup. There you go. Okay, Uranus is is a Capricorn, and it's in your 10th house. Uranus stays in each sign for seven years, meaning it rules a generation more than a person. Okay. It rules innovation, rebellion, and progress. That means you might be Uranus. 
Yeah. Well, that well, means you might have the same sign for Uranus yeah. as I do. Your Uranus is in Capricorn, meaning other generations are shocked by your generation's sense of responsibility, seriousness, rationality, and hunger for power. It's in your 10th house, meaning that for you, this manifests in rebelling against dated expectations about career, goals, success, and responsibility. That's so rubbish. I'm sorry, but that's such a broad... That's such a, that's such a broad statement. And well, the way that a the, broad group of people. Yeah, I understand that. But at the same time, like anyone born in the 90s, like that would be considered a millennial now, would fall under that. Yeah. So if you went from 1990 to 1997... Okay, I have to say though, honey, you can't just take one of these in solidarity. It's the combination of all of these together that makes you as a person. I, I know that, but... So if you're saying that as a generation, that us as a generation, uh, our previous generations are shocked by our level of seriousness yes. and responsibility... Yes, that's then yes, accurate. accurate. That's because I'm a millennial and people around the world think that millennials are, you know weird just yeah. unproductive and also they're rebelling against expectations i mean a lot of people are always surprised that we are married as young as we are bought a house really early got very successful in our careers early like yeah i know yeah and that but was, the thing, the thing I, is we focused on those things a lot of people like in our generation don't i know i know i do get that like don't get me wrong i do get that but at the same time like like i only know people like that that's the thing. Like I have never, I've, I've hardly ever been exposed to the other side of well, millennials being know. like. I don't know when this, each sign for seven years, I might not be one. You don't know when it starts. I'm so interested to see your Uranus. My Uranus <laughs> sign. Not. Yep. It's all right, guys. I've had a couple of glasses of wine. Yeah, save some more for me. Hey, you got to keep up. I'm doing all the talking. I know. Okay, next one is, oh, we've got two signs left. Yep. Next one is your Neptune, and your Neptune is also a Capricorn. Here we go. And it's in your 10th house. Okay, dokes. Neptune stays in each sign for around 14 years, Ooh. meaning it rules a generation more than a person. It yep. rules dreams, imagination, and the unconscious. Right. Your Neptune is in Capricorn, meaning your entire generation finds inspira- inspiration Continue. hard work responsibility, seriousness, and ambition. It's in your 10th house, meaning that for you, this manifests in your ideal, verging on unrealistic and impractical, about success and responsibility. This is your generation as well. This has to it be has you. It has to be. Like, that would be weird if it wasn't, because that speaks a lot for the, us as a couple. That I know. That says a lot about us as a couple. I feel like that we feed off each other's... Ambition. That ambition yeah. and, and responsibility and things like that. We push each other all the time. So I don't know if that's me or us. That, that's a really... I'd it be interested. Well, a generation more than a person. I, I understand that, but so, I'd be really interested to see what yours is. Yeah, and if so it's I think different... That'd be weird. That would be so weird. Okay, the next one is no way that it doesn't apply to both of us, but this is a 100 years. Pluto. Yep. Your Pluto is a Scorpio. Yep. And it's in your eighth house. Pluto stays in each sign for up to 30 years. Yep. Meaning it rules a generation more than a person. So this isn't just you, it's... I get it, yep, I get it, I get it. It rules power, intensity, obsession, and control. Your Pluto is in Scorpio, meaning your generation's psyche is comparatively passionate, intense, serious, private, self-obsessed, and perceptive. 
It's in your eighth house, meaning you, are, meaning you personally are transforming outdated taboos around darkness, sex, and transformation. Right. I agree with that. There's, yeah, there's a lot in there. There's a lot in there. Well, it's not just about a person. I know it's not just about a person, but I'm like, that's what I'm saying. Like, there's a lot in there. But so there's a lot of, there's some things I agree with. There's some things I don't. What don't you think it, what doesn't it describe? I don't think I'm selfish. You didn't say that. I it swear I did. It self-obsessed. Well, I'm sorry. I don't think I'm self-obsessed. I think you. I think everyone in our generation is more self-obsessed than the previous generation. Oh yeah, but thirty years is a big difference. Yeah, but I would say that we would be more self-obsessed than our parents or grandparents. But that's because we have the opportunity definitely. to be more self-obsessed and be more invested in ourselves as yeah, individuals. Right. So every gener like, I'm sorry, but. Some of the some of the people that I've come into contact, and I'm speaking students wise over the five years that I've been teaching, I would have to say that they would be I would consider some of them more self obsessed than I, and I just and then obviously it goes back further. Yes, our parents would be less self obsessed than us, and our grandparents would be less self obsessed than our parents and us. That's just such a generational thing. Okay, like, even if you say it rules power, intensity, obsession, and control. When you think of control, you think about things that you can control. And I would say that the things you can control are things about oneself. And I think... Fair enough, fair yeah, enough, fair enough. Like I right. said, there's a way to relate it back to you. There is, there always is. I think All these right. last three that span a generation rather than a... Um, they're more generalized, I yeah, know. they're more generalized. I get that. All right. Is that is that me done? That is you done. And Bloody I'm hell. hoping this got sent to you in an email. So well, I'll be able to check later. That is pretty crazy. That is crazy. So, I feel like it got more right than wrong, it, which is scary. Like it nailed that moon face. That moon face scared the shit out of me. Okay, I'm going to pop. She's typing, guys. She's getting hers ready. She's already seen it, but so I, and yeah, I but feel like I that's only, cheating. Like, but I, I only really read the sun and the moon, and then I skipped else okay i still feel like it's cheating because i started reading them and i was like oh shit this would be lots of fun to go through together i was born in south brisbane on the 30th of august how dare you 95 see you didn't even ask me you could have like totally i knew it and i was when, when was i born when i don't know that you had to ask your mom about that how am i meant to know that i was born at 10 27 a.m yep so morning baby as well? Yep, morning. You're a late one. Get out of bed, you fool. <laughs> Early riser, 7 a.m., boom. Here we go. All right, my turn to do a lot of speaking now. Okay, it said that the email address is already in the system. I don't know how to re-access it. Oh, God. So I'm going to put a different email in. Okay. You see, this is what happens when you cheat. If you cheat, then it come, karma comes back. <laughs> Watch out, guys. Watch out. Watch out. Here we go. All right. Here we go. Don't All right. lose the page. You just scroll. I just scroll. All right. Thank you for the tutorial on how to use a computer. Okay, next. Let's do it. My passive aggressiveness that was referenced in the earlier part is nothing to do with this. Nothing. <laughs> nothing. All right. So your son, and we already know this because you've referenced it before, I feel. Yeah. Hold on. Hold on. Here we go. All right. All right. I'm in. I'm here. All right. We're ready? Yeah. So you're a Virgo. No, I can read out the coordinates, but I'm not going to because you didn't for me. Yep. It's the 10th house. You're like, is this circle? I'm assuming this circle thing is important. It helps describe the what's happening. 
there's a circle thing. What, the chart on the yeah, right? Yeah, the chart. That's what your chart was. That's okay. what this guy looked okay. like. Okay, cool. You okay. got one as well, and it looked very different. Okay. So mine was all to the... Yeah, actually, mine was way more spread out. It was so spread out. Mine's really Holy close snap. together. All right, we'll take photos of ours and we're going to post it. Yeah, yeah. Because I think that'd be super it's interesting. Super so, interesting. Right, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. So, as we know, the sun determines your ego, identity, and role in life. It's the core of who you are and is the sign you're most likely to already know. Your sun sign is Virgo, duh, meaning you are particularly smart, responsible, hardworking, and self-sacrificing. You're thorough, meticulous, and intentional in everything you do. You can accomplish things that most people can't, but may also get bogged down by the details of your day-to-day. You need to be wholesome. You, oh, you have a need to be wholesome, sorry. It's in your 10th house, meaning you feel the need to distinguish yourself from others through career goals, success, and responsibility. Hmm. Do you think that's accurate? Thoughts. Yes, I think that is 100% accurate. I'd have to agree with that. Yep. I don't think there's anything more to say. You're a crazy Virgo. I'm, I'm a Virgo. Yeah. I, I really relate to being Absolutely. a Virgo. All right. Her ascendant is a Sagittarius. Okay. Meaning, and it's in your first house, first house, you know, number one. Number one. Um, your ascendant is the mask you present to people. It can be seen in your personal style and how you come off with people um, when you first meet. Some say it becomes less relevant as you get older. It changes every two hours, so if it doesn't make sense, text your mom and confirm your birth time. Your ascendant is in Sagittarius, meaning you come across as independent, optimistic, and confident, though sometimes overly blunt or critical. Generally a charming conversationalist, your free-spirited approach may come off as restless or easily bored. Thoughts? There was one in there that I didn't relate to. Was it something about... Um, you're not optimistic, I'm sorry. I, I you're, not, you're not no, as... You're not my as, mask, all right, my I'm mask sorry. to people... Yes, so that's like, true. If in, when I meet people for the first time and like oh. when, I'm, and when I'm at work, I'm that like really cheery person. Absolutely. The thing is, in contrast to Alex, I am not optimistic no. because he is super optimistic. I wouldn't say you're blunt. That's overly blunt. That's the thing. Yeah. I, don't, I don't think I'm blunt. I think, I think you're critical. Definitely critical. But not blunt. Not blunt. You can be a charming conversationalist. Actually, Alex, you probably can't remember back to six years ago, but I'm a very, very charming conversationalist. Yeah, all right. Don't get a big head out of this. Jeez. (laughs) Far out. Calm down. Can you calm down over there? Okay, okay. Just drink some more wine. You'll be fine. Was that you being um, assertive and demanding? Moon. Your moon face. Shut up. (laughs) I'm speaking okay, as only, The other bit that I don't agree with is easily bored. Yeah, I don't think your free-spirited approach comes off as restless or easily bored. I think it comes off as... Um, restless, yes. Easily bored, no. I wouldn't say... I wouldn't even say restless. The I'd reason say, I say restless is because I can't sit still for a very long time. I'm always looking to fill my time with stuff. And I normally do, which means I'm not easily bored. Uh, yeah, all right, I'll give it to you, I'll give it to you. Yeah. All right, all right, all right, all right. So, the moon. So, in your Libra, and it's in the 11th house, legs 11. Um, the moon rules your emotions, moods, and feelings. This is likely the sign you most think of yourself as, since it reflects your personality when you're alone or deeply comfortable. Your moon is in Libra, meaning your emotional self is balanced, 
harmonious, it sees both sides of every situation, indecisive, relationship-oriented, and desperate to please. You can be a little self-obsessed, but tend to hide your feelings and needs. It's in your 11th house, meaning you find security and safety through your friendships, social life, and social status. Thoughts. Okay. The first bit I didn't agree with. No. But pretty much everything else I do. Absolutely. I, I, I think your emotions... I think balance is the wrong word. I think you have a quality understanding of your emotional self. I've, yeah, pretty good Absolutely. emotional intelligence, yeah. Um, I think at... See both sides of the situation, absolutely. Indecisive, yes. Because yes. even by yourself, you can't decide what you want to do. No, exactly. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, I think everything else, yeah. And I feel like me, like, being eager to please, being um, very self-sacrificing, being yep. self-obsessed to some extent, and then finding my emotional Security satisfaction yep. from people. Even if I just think about it, like, one, um, off a separate topic, I'm – definitely extroverted and i was thinking about this this week because i'm like i went and saw my girlfriends on friday and on saturday i felt reinvigorated it was yeah, like yeah. i was a different person you because did. i hadn't seen yep. them in so long so absolutely it's just, it, I, that's what that's what gives me energy is seeing my friends and like making new friends and stuff it just sucks that i'm so socially awkward <laughs> yeah but you're apparently a charming conversationalist, so yeah. you need to focus on that more. They're not mutually exclusive. I know. <laughs> right, Mercury, your Mercury sign. We're starting on the planets now. Woo! Woo! Solar system! Love it. Yeah. Right, so your Mercury is also in Libra, and it's in the 11th house. Mm-hmm. Mercury determines how you communicate, talk, think, and process information. It also indicates how you learn. It is the mind's planet. Your Mercury is in Libra, meaning your intellect sees both sides of every situation, like we know. Mm-hmm. You're a charming and diplomatic relativist. Apparently that's a word. I'll trust you. Website. Searching for balance in every set of ideas, though this may come off as insincere or indecisive. It's in your 11th house, meaning you are curious and inclined to analyze your friends, how to make an impact on people and your political life. Was I Libra for this? No. Do you have your phone? I do not. Hold on. Okay. All right. No, 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 no. Mine was, my Mercury was Pisces, so yours is very different. All right, so, um, yeah, I don't know. Like, I think you're diplomatic, relativist. All right. I think that's okay. Yeah, Yeah, I agree with it. Cool. Right, Virgo. No, sorry, Venus. There's two V words. I'm sorry. This is like half a bottle down. <laughs> Venus is your next thing, and Virgo is your sign, and it's in the tenth house. Oh yeah. All right, Venus determines how and what you love. All right. It indicates how you express affection and the qualities you're attracted to. Your Venus is in Virgo, meaning your romantic side is hyperanalytical. Gee, you ana- you overanalyze everything and will hide your feelings until you feel absolutely certain. You can be a bit nitpicky and controlling, but it comes out of thoughtfulness and care for the other. It's in your 10th house meaning for you, love is often expressed in career, goals, success, and responsibility. 
Thoughts? This one is only one bit I didn't agree with. Yeah, I know. And it was the bit saying that um, I don't show my feelings until I'm certain. Yeah, you just spit them out. I just spit them out. You just sh- but like everything else. Yeah, I'm pretty nitpicky, over analytical. Yep. But out of thoughtfulness and care for the other person. Yep, absolutely. It's definitely you. Yep. All right. Yep. Agreed. So you're agreeing that a lot of this is true about me, and a lot of the other one was true for you. Yep. Yep. Let's let's reevaluate when we get to the end, hey? Okay. Let's let's next do one. that. All right. So the next one is Mars. Okay. Mars, meaning boy. It's got the boy symbol. Ew. No. Tell me. Men are from it... Mars. Women from Venus. Is that it? Ugh, come on. Ugh. Take it seriously. <laughs> I'm sorry. You're in the Libra, Libra sign, and you're in the eleventh house. Okay. All right. So Mars is the planet of aggression. Grr. It determines how you assert yourself, take action, and the energy that's around you, particularly in your sex life, your ambitiousness, and when you're angry. Your Mars is in Libra, meaning while it may take you a while to make a decision, you assert yourself in a way that is fair-minded and relativistic. Though sometimes passive-aggressive. I think that's pretty fair. Mm -hmm. Um, It's in your 11th house, meaning you put a lot of energy into social status, including platonic and casual friends, along with your hopes, wishes, and dreams. Yeah? What do you think? It sounded very similar to yours. Yeah, but mine is cancer. Maybe they're close or something. They're not. They're on opposite sides. Like, it's very different. Yeah, maybe, like, one or the other actually affects it. Maybe. The reading. I don't know. Because let's say that you were a person who had, like, an ascendant in Sagittarius and then your moon in Libra. Maybe it would do something different. Yeah, but my Mars was, I assert myself in a way that is emotional and somewhat passive-aggressive was yours was... You, meaning you take a while to make a decision, assert yourself in a way that is fair-minded and relativistic, though sometimes passive-aggressive. Okay. So it's a little, it's a bit different. It's a bit different. But I'm yeah. guessing we must have some stuff in common. Yeah, we do. Yeah. There's a few similarities between the two. Yeah. I have to agree with that, though. Yeah, it's pretty accurate. They're, na- you, they're getting you. Like and, and they missed you completely. Yeah, absolutely. What? That's such a lie. <laughs> That's such a lie. Yeah, sure. All right. Jupiter. Next one. Okay. All right. You ready? Yes. Good. Because it's Sagittarius. Which means... And the first house. Continue. So one of the two social planets, Jupiter rules idealism, optimism, and expansion. Ooh. It's also very philosophical. Okay. Your Jupiter is in Sagittarius, meaning you grow and find understanding through exploration, travel, questioning, Curiosity, independence, and debate. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Holy shit. It's in your first house meeting. You find success through yourself and (laughs) self-image. And because it's in your first house, your Jupiter in Sagittarius is hyper-present in your personality. (laughs) Should I even ask? Okay, if my um, reaction to that gave away absolutely nothing, it's like nail on the head. It's like peas oh, in a pod. It's absolutely. A, that's for me. No. You've had three. I've only had two. Shh. There you go. I don't know. There's heaps left. Getting all windy about her wine. You got you to gotta drink more, dear. 
Oh, calm down, eh? Bit heavy handed there. Bubbles almost went everywhere. All right. Absolutely, 100%. Exploration, travel, questioning, curiosity, independence, and debate. Debate. Holy shit, snacks. Hmm. Yep. Cool. Anything else you want to add? She's thinking, guys. Swallowing my wine. But I have to say, yeah, exploration, like curiosity, like a lot of me is just like, I'm always wanting to learn something new. Yeah, but also questioning. Like you're always just going, hey, what's going on? What's happening? What's, what's, what, what am I doing? Oh my gosh, this. Yeah. Woo. Like. That's exactly how I am, guys. Woo. Yep. She's a woo girl, guys. <laughs> You're a woo girl. <laughs> Depends on how many tequilas I've had. Exactly right. <laughs> Woohoo. All right. <laughs> Woohoo. Right, Saturn. Saturn. It's Saturn. Um, your Saturn is Pisces. It's the first Pisces we've had. Looking along, um, we're still we're opposites. Like my like your your Jupiter was Sagittarius. Mine was Libra. That's on opposite sides. No, sorry, it's two or boy. Two I don't away, know if it means opposite. I don't know either. But um, and then your Saturn is Pisces, whereas mine was Aquarius, which is right next door to each other. Let's see if they're similar. Let's see if they're similar. So, in the fifth house, so the other social planet, Saturn rules responsibility, restrictions, limits, boundaries, fears, and self-discipline. Yeah. Your Saturn is in Pisces, meaning you struggle with your tendency to be a pushover, daydreaming, and your emotions. It's in your fifth house, meaning you have had difficulties with romance, self-expression, creativity, and pleasure. There's a lot. There's, there's a lot there. Fifth, there's, a lot, there's a lot there, and it's on the fence, honestly. There's, the thing is, like, I mean... I mean, I think you struggle with the fact that you're a pushover sometimes. Yeah, sometimes. And your emotions. It's because I let social status impact. Which came through earlier, yep, definitely. Yeah. And... Um, I think you, I don't think you have difficulties with self-expression and creativity. Okay, with difficulties, or even pleasure. I, the thing is, with when I say like think like self-expression and creativity, when they say problems, I don't think it means that I'm not able to express myself or be creative. I think it means that I struggle with how I want to, which is you would agree that sometimes I have so many creative ideas, I don't know which ones to go with or how to express myself or, you know, because I'm indecisive. I know. I know you are. Yeah. So I would say that I have had issues with how I want to express myself, how I want people to interpret me, how am I creative? Am I classified creative? I think so. Like a lot of people think that I'm creative because of the field I work in, but... But also like just everyday stuff. Like you've, you've done blogs, you've done... You know, Instagram things you've done, I've like music. vlogs, you've composed music, I've like created recipes from scratch. Exactly, I'd like, say that creativity is one of your strengths, not something you have difficulty but with. But it's not difficulty. It's like no, but it says it's in your fifth house, meaning you've you have had difficulties with. Yeah, but it depends on what they mean by have difficulties with. If it's well, a, we can't bloody interpret. The, okay, if I was going, if I was going to, yeah, that's the whole point. If I was going to interpret it, I'd say difficulties with like my feelings about creativity because technically I'm a creative person but I don't feel creative so have I had tech like tech like difficulties with being creative no I I think because it says you have had difficulties with creativity not difficulties with feeling creative 
Yeah, I don't know. It depends on how. Like, I mean, I'm a creative right. person. Well, obviously, we're just two different people. We can't bloody agree on the one goddamn word. I just like a good debate, really. Yeah. So. Hold on. That's that's your Jupiter showing. Yeah, it's my Jupiter showing. <laughs> Jesus, what have I put myself up to? I know it's hilarious. I'm just going to be like, hmm, that's your Jupiter showing. Okay, what out of that though do you agree with? I agree with the like you're like you have you struggle with your tendency to be a pushover because I think you cannot say no to anything. No, you cannot say no to I'm anything. A yes, you gal. Have, you are. A, <laughs> yep, you're a yes gal. Um, I wouldn't say you're a daydreamer. Hmm. I wouldn't say you're a daydreamer at all. That's my realistic person coming into play here. Because yeah. when I was a kid, I was the biggest daydreamer. Yeah, I know, ever. but like nowadays, like it's not saying, hmm, in the past. thing um, is, I do have a tendency to daydream, but because no. I'm so like driven and ambitious, I'm like, no, let's be real here. Let's uh, come back on down to the planet Earth and take our dreams out of the sky and make them real. So mm. they're no longer dreams, they're just goals. Yep, exactly. I just, yeah, I just don't, I don't. Okay, think about it, Alex. Who was the person who was like, hey, by the way, let's just sell our house and build a new one. Because why not? It's a dream that I had. It is a dream you had. But at the same time, you were like, hey, can you make sure this is plausible? Like, no, I did that. I crunched the numbers. I thought I did. No, nah, remember? I, I, I had the Excel spreadsheet and well, everything. Well, you know what? I'm excited for the next one. Because we're at Uranus. <laughs> And no, I'm not excited because of the fact of the name. I'm excited for the fact that this one we actually do share. Oh. We actually share this one. Okay, well, So Uranus me. is Capricorn for both of us. So it does mean we're in this, and I think this is where we hit the generational stuff. Oh. So we're in the same generation now, which makes this very interesting because we can determine whether we're similar. I feel like we agreed for Neptune. We're very similar. Well, let's, let's get through them. All right, all right. Uranus. Because we might start with not Uranus. the same for the rest. Let's start with Uranus. Okay. So... Uranus stays in each sign for seven years, meaning it rules a generation more than a person. It rules innovation, rebellion, and progress. Your Uranus is in Capricorn. Holy shit, it's so hard to read. Like, without bursting out of laughter. <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm trying to hold it out. I'm sorry. Meaning other generations are shocked by your general sense of responsibility, seriousness, rationality, and hunger for power. Mm. 100% you. Hundred mm-hmm. percent, you. It's in your third house, whereas mine was in the tenth house, which means it more strongly applies to my sense of self than exactly yours. Exactly right. We're learning things. It's in you your guys. third house, meaning that for you, it manifests in rebelling against dated expectations about things you know and are familiar with. Holy shit, that's you. Yep, that's so you. Because I feel like mine didn't really hit. Well, mine's dated expectations about career, goals, success, and responsibility, and yours is things you know and are familiar with. Yeah. I think that's way more you. Well, because what things that I'm familiar with, my life, like the way that I've made it, is very different to what I'm familiar with. Absolutely. It's now what I'm familiar with, but it's not what I was familiar with when I was a kid. Yeah. I, I agree with that. Absolutely. In a positive way, though. Yeah, I think that's totally situated. So I'm assuming the closer to one the house is, the more likely it's you. Yeah. On yeah, what I'm understanding is that if it's more closer to like your first your your first houses, 
that it's more reflective of how you actually think of yourself and how you actually are. Whereas the other one is more like the unconscious, like, um, you know, in your deep alone time or your, the way that you present yourself to others and stuff like that, that's a little bit more disconnected. You know, in the way that you can't control yourself. All right. Well, whereas this is I'm the just, way that you can control yourself. Right. I'm just confused that, that, that there's twelve houses. We can. <laughs> no, 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 no. Okay, we're gonna we're, we're not, gonna persevere. We're not gonna dive into what houses. We're not mean. gonna. Yeah, we're not gonna understand. But well, my I, understanding is that if it's closer to one, that it's more like about you as a person. That makes more sense. Yes. Oh, okay. Neptune, Capricorn. Again, you're in the third house. I was in the 10th. So okay. it's still that difference. Neptune stays in each sign for around 14 years, meaning it rules a generation more than a person. It rules dreams, imagination, and the unconscious. Your Neptune is in Capricorn, meaning your entire generation finds inspiration through hard work, responsibility, seriousness, and ambition. That's so similar to Uranus. Yeah. Like that description is so similar to Uranus, but I guess they're both Capricorns. So, right. It's in your third house, meaning for you, this manifests in your ideal, verging on unrealistic and impractical about things you know and are familiar with. That doesn't make sense. Can I, I'll read that again. I'll read that again. It's in your third house, meaning that for you, this manifests in your ideal, verging on unrealistic and impractical about things you know and are familiar with. I hope you understand what that means because I can't bloody do that. <laughs> your ideal. Does that mean like your, like your dream? Okay. Your Neptune is in Capricorn, meaning your entire generation finds inspiration through hard work, responsibility, seriousness, and ambition. Yep. Because it's in my third house, that means that my ideal, being you know, hardworking and responsible, is unrealistic and impractical, meaning I set myself up for too much. Then, yep, that's definitely you. That's the way I interpret that. Man, this is nailing you. Apparently, the more you, the less skeptical you are, the more likely it is to be accurate. Well, no, it's just because, like, I, I mean, I agree with that. Um, but it means that even though I'm familiar with like a certain level of workload, I get to a point where I'm like, I could never take on any more than this. And then a week later, I'm like, taking yeah, let's on do way it, more. And then I'm like, how? I'm going to take on more. We got <laughs> this. That's Kaylin's brain. That's Kaylin's brain. We got this. Okay. And our last, the last, our last one? one. Pluto. Are we, are we the same one for this? We are the same one for this, except you're in the 12th house. I'm in the 8th. Oh. You're further away. So Pluto stays in each sign for up to 30 years, meaning it rules... A generation more than a person. Mm -hmm. It rules power, intensity, obsession, and control. Your Pluto is in Scorpio, like mine, meaning your generation's psyche is comparatively passionate, intense, serious, private, self-obsessed, and perceptive. Yep. I think this is the this is the deal breaker here. This is going to be the deal breaker. It's in your twelfth house, meaning you personally are transforming outdated expectations of privacy, secrets, and introspection. That's uh, so mine was personally transforming outdated taboos and darkness around darkness, sex, and transformation. And yours is just privacy, secrets, and introspection. Yeah, well, I, I share a lot of myself on the internet. That's so true. I suppose but me. Secrets, though? I don't know. I don't but feel I like... I agree with the first half of it, though. Yeah, well, you know, that's the general bit. Yeah. I Yeah. Okay. 
Okay. Right at the end. Yep. Do you think that was an accurate descriptor of who I am as a person inside and out? Knowing the knowing me the best out of everyone. Yep. I think honestly, I do think he got more right than wrong. I will admit that. I and think you he think got it more was right the same for you? I think he got less right, but still over like that halfway mark. I think there was still. More... I think it got just as much right for you as it did for me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You're you're mm-hmm. only saying that mm-hmm. because you're skeptical. Yeah. Skeptical, but I guarantee you that if you were to use this, um, we have found out that the that CoStar doesn't have an Android app. So sorry, Android users. But um, uh, on the actual app, this is not an ad for the app. I just found it this week and it's kind of like my obsession, which is why we're talking about it. Yep. Um, but it gives you a rundown of where all of those are sitting every day. It's a very personalized horoscope. It is. And I've, I, like, it's, this is nice because it feels like I'm connected to something a little bit bigger. I don't even know what that bigger is. We always talk about the fact that, like, the universe is, like, sort of having a go like having a play and making things happen in a certain way i don't know it's not it's not like religion we're not religious or spiritual people at all but what i would say is when when alex and i say that we feel like the universe is having a play we mean that the universe is made up by people their actions and their intentions so through your intentions i could be misrepresenting you here honey but i i believe that by putting your attentions and matching them with your actions is what creates the universe. It's the collective. Yeah, it's sort of like just going about and going, you know what, these are my thoughts, these are my feelings, this is how I want things to happen. And then like going out and acting that certain way and then getting the result you wanted. Yeah, but is, the, is the universe going, well, you know what, you've put, you've done both things right, here's the reward. Well, the thing is, I don't think it's the universe, some mysterious power that's going, you deserve this. I think it's because like myself and yourself we've got our own you know ideas feelings emotions goals ambitions that everybody else on the planet the billions and billions of people else on the planet they also have feelings goals ambitions intentions and all that sort of stuff and somehow the universe matches those intentions and goals to the people who are also acting out on their ambitions goals and feelings so when I say that the universe has a play for me or whatever, the universe brought us together because it's where we're it's meant. What we, yeah, it's what we wanted. Because both of our hearts wanted each other Absolutely. in a really corny, stupid way. Is that we both wanted that and our personalities kind of... Um, Sync. Complement each other. Yeah. But would you say that we were we were meant to be together? I do think we were meant to well, be together. Well, then that means there's a play of fate there. No, or... Okay, this Ooh, is a whole. Uh, yeah, this is like I was gonna thing. say. This this could be like a whole episode a in whole itself. Episode. But what I'm saying is like I mean I'm still figuring out like what spirituality means to me, but in some way this is kind of refreshing because like I'm an atheist. I don't believe in no. a higher power. I don't believe that there's a god, but I I like feeling connected to those around me, and I feel like astrology is one way for me to feel connected, even though my analytical brain is having like a freak out over the lack of science. No, I get that. I totally get that. And I'm in the same boat because of the fact that like it's, I'm sorry, but looking up at the sky and seeing a bunch of stars in a certain array that determining your personality to see to me seems so foreign and un, 
uncalled for yeah, almost. Know, but, like, you know what I mean? But like, think about how well that just nailed the both of us. Oh, absolutely. But then well, at the same that time. nailed us really well. And so, like, when I read my horoscopes on this, I feel connected to the world. Okay. And I think that's where the benefit of astrology comes into it, is that you can connect with others easily. <laughs> Yeah, look, I understand that. I do understand that. Yeah. And I, 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 like, I don't read horoscopes at all. Like, I never mm. go and go, hmm, what's my horoscope today? Like, I don't know why I just sounded like a Karen there, but... Oh, my God, I'm such a Karen. I'm such a Karen. I'm sorry. Uh, <laughs> um, but, you know, I don't, I don't go on and want to know what the stars are telling me that how, how I'm going to act or what's going to happen for me today. I think also, I mean, it's tainted because there's so many people out there who are like, I can like speak to ghosts and stuff. It's like, yep. No. Okay. But astrology has been around for a lot longer. I actually thought that astrology was a modern thing. And then when we went, and then when we went to Venice and I saw it everywhere, like there was guys, not even kidding. And this is like a thing in the Doge's palace. There was a Zodiac clock Clock. and it, it blew my brain. It blew my because I didn't. I thought it was a modern. It thing. didn't. It didn't tell the months. It told the periods of the zodiac signs. Yeah, it told the periods of the zodiac signs, and it blew my brain because I just didn't realize that it was so, so prevalent. Yeah. In like history, and obviously us both being of European descent, it's mm. it was just really interesting. It was. Which is kind of why I don't know how the YouTube algorithm spotted me for this, but. This week, it, that's what delved me into it. And seeing such a detailed chart that I, one I didn't have to pay for mm. was so interesting. And, and as I was, because I'd read My Sun and My Moon, I was like, holy moly, this is so truthful and rooted in truth that I wonder if yours is just as accurate. And it, your I'm moon was similar. intensely accurate. Yeah, it, it was. Was it Libra? Or was that me? My moon, hold on, here we go. What was your moon? Let me get it up. My moon, oh, my moon's Libra, yours was... Mine was Taurus, Taurus. which is so weird, because I've been, I always thought I was Aries through and through, but no, it was, um, it was Taurus, and it nailed me. So the Like, ones... the moon, like, the moon phase, I think, for both of us really made a big difference. I think that's the one that sealed it for both of us. Honestly, like I remember the moon and going, bloody hell, this is insane. Yeah. So the houses that you have are your first, third, fifth, tenth, eleventh, and twelfth. And so my first house is Sagittarius, which is my ascendant. Yep. And my Jupiter. So I have a seat. I am no um, idea. We're not know, doing this now. We're I not know, doing this no, now. I know it's going late, but I'm just, I'm so curious i know i think we should all just learn together all right come on all right what's, I, what's, I just what do you say what, what, what's the, how do the houses work you tell me i want to know oh and the houses is, okay, this is what the faqs of co-star say and they go and the houses is the name of the question beginning from the sign that was rising from the east when you were born the sky is divided into 12 sections which simu- symbolize areas of your life these also map to the signs we use porphyry, the oldest system of quadrant-style house division. So the first house is your self-image. The second, your personal resources. Third, what you know. Fourth, home life. Fifth, pleasure and creativity. Sixth, productivity. 
Seventh, significant relationships. Eighth, beginnings and endings. Ninth, open-mindedness. Tenth, how you people see you. Eleventh, friends and acquaintances. And twelfth, how's the unconscious. So it maps to parts of your um, of your life. Yeah, wow. But I thought that was crazy accurate. Like, it really was. It'd be interesting to know how they, how they get that, how they get those responses. What do you mean? Like, what data they... Because, you know, they, the way they phrase it is that it's not science, but it's, it's more accurate than you think. Is like, how do they get that response? How do they get those responses, though, for those people born at those times? Okay. I'd so be so the way interested. that it says is that, like we already said, it uses NASA data and proprietary technology. So obviously, astrological research because it was a thing. It was it's a mm, science, absolutely. And then it says, what is a natal chart, which is what we've just read to each other. Yep, it's a map of the sky from when and where you were born that shows the constellation sign a planet was in front of when you were born. This is the first known celestial coordinate system. It's been a way of telling time for thousands of years. In astrology, a natal chart indicates your character traits, behavioral tendencies, hidden desires, and the directions your life might take. It shows the location of each planet along with the sign and the house it appeared at in that moment. But um, it's very interesting. I know. It's very, and I've really enjoyed this because I feel like, I, I, I don't know if you feel it the same way, but I feel like connected. Yeah, see, it's harder for me because I feel like I'm like, all right, you you got this right, but at the same time, you could easily get another person completely wrong that's born at the same time because what's more important, nature versus nurture, that's what I'm thinking personally, and this comes under the nature part. Okay, but would you say that nurture definitely... Okay. Depend, it dep- the you reason, the reason I can bring this back, okay, you've just read all this about me. For those of you listening, and for Elizabeth, hello. I have a twin sister. Which is the symbol of the Virgo. Which she would have probably nearly close to the exact same chart. She would have the exact same chart. I don't think any of that is different for her. And you can disagree with me, Elizabeth, if you you so wish to. But I feel like a lot... Come at me, Elizabeth. No, I believe (laughs) that a lot of what was said, I think she's also overly critical and... Um, yeah, but I wouldn't. There's a few things I would disagree with because you are different people. You're not the same person. Open to debate. Absolutely, yeah. Yeah, I definitely say those things. I'm trying to think, was there anything nice that was said in there about me, or was it all just like, oh, ambitious and intellectual? Alright, so you said that you said that the moon like got us both. Yeah, the moon mm. phase was something that. Ooh, you, all right. So the moon phase is something you said that was the most accurate for you now, right? Mm-hmm. So for that one, it was the, meaning your emotional balance, your emotional self is balanced, harmonious. You see both sides of the situation, indecisive, relationship oriented, and desire, desperate to please. There's a there's a couple. All right, and I'll keep going. You I think can, it's like I mean, I mine says you're a little self obsessed but tend to hide your feelings and needs. And I believe that would also describe my sister. Um, so your friends, social life and social status. The thing is, I also... I don't think, Eliz- and Elizabeth, I, I hope you don't mind me speaking on your behalf, but I don't 
f- fully believe you you find security and safety through your social status Actually, through her social I status. I have to agree with that because she's been very protective over her friendships since we were kids. Yeah, but does, would you say she cares? Yeah. Would you say she cares about where she stands socially? Like in her social status? Within her circle, social circles. I think social status definitely matters. Um, I think the area that I disagreed with, the whole self is balanced, harmonious. Yeah, I, do, I disagreed with it. And I feel like. For both of you, though, that's the yeah. thing. For both of you. But see, it's both sides of every situation, indecisive and relationship oriented right. and desperate to please. Fine. Yeah, yeah. Fine. You're both the same person. No, you but, get the same. No, okay, I'm, no, I'm not. I'm we, sorry, but we, you're both. It's both. It's accurate for both of you. Fine. What I'd say is Fine. that it it presents differently in both of us because we're of nurture. Yeah, but it also we've had depends. different experiences. But it depends on how you interpret it. It does. But from it's showing tendencies and like yep. things like that. So it has a tendency to be how you present yourself and how you feel and how do you relate to others. So it's, it is all about how you interpret it. Yeah, but all right, fine then. But you, as we've learned through my rubbish, my thing, is that... Rubbish. Yeah, is that I can't handle stuff sitting on the fence. Like I have to, it has to be decisive, it has to be straightforward. I have to be like direct and that's not direct for me the 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 um subjectivity of that which i think is very aries of you (laughs) but fuck this is gonna be a thing now that's very aries of you we've been doing this for all i know because i'm so virgo you are such a virgo you're so just (laughs) nitpicky i love you too honey I say that in love because I mean, I'm very Alex and romantic. Had I'm very romantic. Yes, Alex and I've had discussions about astrology heaps times, and we will talk about it more. Absolutely, because it's something that both of us are like. I'm guessing now a little bit more open to, but like yes you know, and no, just yes and no. Open just because I mean I find it really difficult to find a resource that takes into consideration. Um, what well, one educating the the reader on their astrology mm. and to use science science as like a basis for it. So a big shout out to CoStar who yep. is not sponsoring this. It's just me. Just we're just doing it for the experience. We're just having fun here. Doing it for the content. We don't get paid for this stuff. Absolutely. We pay for everything. <laughs> so many yep. So I was going to say that we pay for the wine, but I won the you, bottles. <laughs> you, you did win the bottle. Well done. Yeah. Um, but no, this has been great. This has been um, interesting and informative and um, subjective. <laughs> Let us know what you guys think. Um, Please. Our social medias are all listed in the show notes and make sure. And the what? Show notes. Okay. I thought you said show notes. Show notes. Thank you. We are on Spotify as of today, and we are also hoping to be on Apple soon. We're still not on Apple. How the... What the heck? Bloody Apple. I don't know what's going on. And I'm waiting for, like, an email to, like, tell me, like, you're on Apple. I'm like, please, hurry up. But we're on Spotify and on Anchor and on a few others, I think we are. Apple's the one that's taking the longest. Bloody Apple. But it's not going to stop us from popping out podcasts. So make sure to follow us on our socials and join our family over at Instagram where we show all the photos of all the wine that we drink Mm -hmm. and apparently our natal charts. Yep. 
Um, but we hope you guys have enjoyed this. We'd love to know what your natal charts are or if you have ex- what your opinion on astrology is. Absolutely. Whether you had any similarities with us if you or if you were born around the same time, whether you felt there was a difference. Yeah, we're really interested in learning more about this. So uh, make sure to hit us up uh, and uh, we'll talk to you guys next week. Why, Why not? not? Thank you.